When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why am I with Seabus Super? Because I'm a builder and they take care of me. Well, I had an accident on the work site and they helped me out, no worries. Yeah, they helped me out real fast. Mate, they just get me. Because they are for all of us. Seabus, for all of us. To consider if Seabus is right for you, visit seabussuper.com.au for a copy of the PDS. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself And there's some stories I can tell you this is the final word, Ashes Daily, coming to you from Old Trafford in Manchester, standing on the hallowed turf, day two of the Test match. Uh, big day for Steve Smith, Jeff Lemon with you, Adam Collins with me. The show brought to you by Seabus Super, Industry Super Fund, your retirement, six, you know how it goes, seabussuper.com.au. And uh, Adam, it was Steve Bus Super <laughs> today. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I just thought of that and I had to do it. Tell us about today in 30 seconds or less, please. Yes, we all went on the C bus, the Steve bus, from 170 for three. Australia ended up declaring eight for 497. Smith, 211. His third test match, double 100. All of those have been in Ashes contests. He was ably supported by the captain, Tim Payne, who made 58. Mitchell Stark, 54 in happy hour. They've taken one England wicket before the close. One for 23, Cummins getting the inside edge of Joe Denley. A great snaffle from Matthew Wade. Only one team can now win this test match, thanks to Stephen Smith. Well, good Lord, what a day. He came out on 60 not out, and he just did the Steve Smith thing. Just went all day. Um, Periods of consolidation, periods of attacking shots. What I've been most intrigued about is how Steve Smith seems to be really clobbering the ball when he goes for it these days. Mm. He's, he's, it's like the bat's coming from a bit wider, almost from gully, and then he's whipping through the ball as hard as he possibly can. He's absolutely slamming balls down through long on. His cover drive's the same. His pull shot's the same. And then he'll just comfortably defend for half an hour, and then he'll attack three more balls when he feels like it. It's just does what he wants stuff. Yeah, I mean, look, the way he started today... I mean, you've got to remember, he started on 60 today, which is below his test batting average which is yes, it's, it's preposterous, isn't it, really? He finishes with a batting average of the, the better part of 65. I mean, we, we've talked about his yeah. numbers, and we will go on a number splurge later, but you, you're right. He hit the ball hard. Um, his mannerisms were even more eccentric than normal, which you can draw from that what you will, but it feels like it's almost obsessive-compulsive. He's going through with each innings. He's yep. adding to his routine, adding to his routine, <laughs> and it's working for him. Why would you change a thing? It looks like for a while there, Matthew Wade was going to do a job and put in a shift with him and got himself out when dancing down the track. One of those shots where if it comes off, it looks beautiful. He played that shot off Jack Leach earlier in the morning session. We're all like, oh, great, taking the attack to the bowler. But one thing I'd point out about the start of Smith's innings today is that, well, the, the restart rather, is that it was scrappy. It was scrappy early on. He had to fight through a tough period against Stuart Broad. He got distracted by a gap 
um, in the doors at Long Off, almost deep extra cover, really, where you could see a reflection off the Sky Cricket truck. I mean, this guy's peripheral vision. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, the fact that that can be part of his uh, preparation. Uh, and, and likewise, after lunch. So he, Just imagine he, him catching mosquitoes out of the air yeah. if they were bugging you, you know. Yeah, that's right. Well, I mean, likewise, after lunch, he brings up three figures before the lunch break, uh, as you'd expect. It was just so easy. He was so frustrated not to get there earlier, but the way he powered on, he got some opportunities. Rather, he gave some opportunities to England. Um, twice he went at Jack Leach. Once he, he managed to bisect two fielders, probably the first false stroke he's played since 2013. Yeah. Uh, and then he edged Leach, who fought back really, really well, who'd overstepped. Now, we talked about one of our bugbears yesterday, Jeff, that being uh, the the inadequacy of bales. And another one's been the ridiculous way the front foot no ball law continues to be adjudicated. And even though the, the line is immovable and it's an unforgivable sin for a spin bowler to overstep. Uh, Andrew Donison, our, our dear friend and, and colleague who worked with us in the UAE last year, he was at Square Leg yesterday in the party stand. He sent me several photos of Jack Leach overstepping every time. Right. Now, you know, if you're not being called by the umpire, <laughs> I think it's a professional lapse, not only on the part of the bowler, but also the support staff, the umpire. That, that's what builds into a, a, yeah. you know, a series of factors where that can happen. So that was a huge turning point in the day, wasn't it? It, it started off a, a session from hell for England. Two things there. I love that Dono is sitting in the crowd taking photos of Jack Leach's front foot <laughs> because that's probably the most Dono thing Absolutely. available to do. Secondly, if he can do it, if, if uh, you know, a guy after nine beers who's flown over from Melbourne can do it, surely the support staff could be on that as well, could Man, be paying attention to that. This is ridiculous. I, I've said it a uh, hundred times, I'll say it again. We had a trial in this country yep. in 2016, a one-day yep. series between England and Pakistan. They used the toggle so that the, the, the front foot was taken out of the hands of the central umpire and given to the fourth umpire. The ICC, thankfully, along with the MCC, have now returned to that as an idea for the future, but it should have been implemented yeah. three years ago. Anyway. Anyway, it happened. Steve Smith was caught at slip, and then while he was about three-quarters of the way off, he was told to wait a second, and Jack Leach was two millimetres over. Um, the analysis from Vic Marks on TMS, interestingly, was that because Leach had got him by bowling a slower delivery and really slowing it up, and, and Vic said that sometimes when you're an orthodox spinner, you bowl that slower ball by uh, just delaying the landing of your front foot a bit so that you know, so that you yeah, can right. get that extra loop on it. And he said in doing that, you might stretch out just a little bit more. And so that might have been the one because apparently he wasn't bowling no balls today. I don't know if he was yesterday. Interesting. Um, but, you know, some of the TV producers went through the vision and, and he'd been all right on the front line today. So that was the one where he overstepped. Anyway. He's bowled 14 no balls in professional cricket. Right. And Izzy Westbury worked out on Twitter the ridiculous ratio of, yeah. of no balls and, you know, the probability of getting Stephen Smith out is astronomical. So yeah. it was a huge inflection point. But also the fact that Tim Payne was dropped by Jason Roy at the start of the second session. Which was a sitter. The Be- second yeah. absolute sitter at slip that Roy has put down. Uh, he ben dropped Stokes, the one at Lords that could have cost did. him a test there. He did. Ben Stokes had to go off injured for a period of time. He didn't come back to bowl with a, with a shoulder, which yep. looks like it's impeding him, certainly as far as bowling's concerned. Um, the bundle, they, they did drop their bundle, which allowed Payne, I think they put on 130-odd, which is the biggest... 140-something, yeah. It's, it's the biggest partnership in the Ashes so far, would you believe, from really? either side at any test match at any stage. So it gives you a sense for how ball was really dominated bat when you exclude Labashane Smith and I guess last week Stokes and the week before too. So it has been a, a bowler series, but yeah. two guys got in today. Uh, good for Payne to be able to finally um, raise the bat for the first time in a long time. Yeah, well, 58 um, he made, had that early drop, but he hasn't had a lot of luck in any other innings. He's True. been out to some ripping catches and um, basically everything's gone against him there. So uh, that, that was the turning point because I think it was 224 for five when he came in and then it was 360-odd for for six by the time he got out and so if he got out quickly then England could have still been on top um 
the fact that he didn't Australia got well on top and you also had Joffre Archer not quite getting Smith with a court and bold chance where it went by him on the full and that's right that was Archer, early wasn't it maybe the second over of the day Archer got two hands to it and we've seen him take some blinders off his own bowling yeah. in the big bash so he can do it and um, had he got that things might have been different but basically once the Payne and Smith partnership was done with then it was you know Cummins came and went quickly Stark started belting it with Smith Smith started belting it as well got to the 200 happy hour the reverse sweep off route um, it, it's funny like Smith it seems like he, he gives the impression he doesn't pay too much attention to his, his numbers or whatever you know so I, I interviewed him for the radio today and he was saying like oh yeah it's just nice to get some runs and so on and then oh, I, yeah. sa- I said um, so you've been out reverse sweeping in test cricket twice and it's both been off Joe Root and he's like yeah but I'd made a double hundred both times <laughs> immediately <laughs> immediately knew the dismissal in 2015 at Lords um, that, that I was off Joe Root was to, it yeah uh, it was, was reverse yes, sweeping yes. off so Root it was reverse I didn't know Root was bowling yeah so um, so he remembers <laughs> Steve Smith knows um, one other thing I'll note about the Smith innings before we move on I watched him really closely through the 180s and the 190s I'm about to go and write about it now he was as committed to the cause after passing 300 deliveries in the middle nearing 200 as he was when he was going through the 40s and 50s. I mean, it, when, when it was tough yesterday and when the was swirling around and it was rugged with Labashane. Like, yep. he was... Uh, he was admonishing himself every time he didn't play the shot he wanted. He was uh, facing up to a 7-2 field when Overton was bowling and he was batting a foot and a half outside the off stump. And any time yep. he didn't make contact, he fell to his hands and knees trying to slay him through cover at one point and didn't hit the ball. And instead of um, getting frustrated about playing and missing, he's like, no, no, no. What I'm really angry about is I didn't smash it to the boundary. So there was that degree of pomp and like that, that, that not arrogance, that's the wrong word, but he was so confident. He had complete control over his powers today. And, you know, let's remember, this was kind of like a second comeback. He had the comeback at Edgebaston, but after yeah. the layoff, the Archer situation, all the question marks about how he might fare against the yep. short ball after what occurred at Lords, which could shake up the best of any cricketer. Um, you know, he had to, it's like he needed that, uh, that 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 onus. He needed to have mm. to try and prove himself again. It brings the yeah. best out of him. And, and can I? This is my Hall of Fame nomination for the day. Momentum, <laughs> momentum. All that we heard during those eight days off, during all that time off, was, oh, England have got the momentum. Oh, that Stokes innings that will have filled them with enthusiasm and joie de vivre and whatever else. You know, they'll be they'll be full of energy and thinking they can take Australia on. Momentum. What a crock. Momentum. It's it's not, it's not a thing because it's, it's a test match. As soon as you come out and start playing the next one, it's kind of different. You know, yeah, I think it's something inside a, inside a game of cricket, I reckon... You can sense it, but yeah, between fixtures, yeah, not not yeah, not not such a huge fan myself, and yep. uh, and, and yeah, I, I I agree with you. That's a worthy Hall of Fame nomination. I'm trying to think of anything else today that happened. It was well, Matthew well, Wade's catch, Matthew, Matthew Wade's, Wade's catch, and also that, that car at the back, which I mentioned at the start, where the, the reflection was over the front of it, and Steve Smith got him to lay a sheet over it in the first over of the day. Sure. That was quirky. Yeah, cover um, cover up your cars. That was quirky. Um, Matthew Wade took an absolute blinder at short leg off Joe Danley late in the day inside edge. It hit Wade in the shoulder. And then he just did a full dive back towards uh, the, the wicketkeeper in order to take it in one outstretched hand. So England, one down for 27, I think it stumps. It's one for 23, and 23. credit to Tim Payne there as well. Stark bowled two overs. There was, I think, 20 minutes before the close. He could have stuck with Stark, who was wayward in his first over. Not, not 
any runs going. He bowled two maidens. He was better in the second over. But yep. instead of persisting and hoping it would come good, he went to his trump card, went to Cummins, uh, uh, paid a significant dividend with the wicket of Denley before the close. And, you know, that just, again, it, it nail, it's a nail in a, in, a, in a terrible day for England across yeah. the board. Yep, they are in real trouble. They'll need rain. They'll get rain tomorrow. There will be some rain around on the third day. Um, but they'll need all the rain they can get to try to take time out of this match and try to get a draw. Um, but, yeah, momentum momentum is in there. And also just all that talk about, oh, is Steve Smith going to... Uh, how's he going to get his head around being hit? Is he going to be rattled? Is he going to be... You know, how do you mentally prepare after being... He's like, I mentally prepare by making 200. <laughs> That's how I get over it, by smashing the same bloke who hit me uh, for plenty of boundaries and making 200 runs. We missed the stat splurge, and we'll probably do it at a later date, but he's made 589 runs in the series so far. So there's Cook, yep. 766. There's Bradman, 974 in 1930. There's Bradman, 740-odd in 1934 as yep. well. I mean, if not for the fact that he missed three innings... Um, due to his injury, yeah. he'd have Bradman 1930 in the frame right now, and there's every chance to knock off Cook next week. Well, it'd be, you know, it'd be a, it wouldn't be a very satisfying victory if you'd had more innings. Bradman in 1930, seven innings for the 974. Fair enough. He, he also made a one, an eight, and a 14. So yeah, the triple ton of the double ton help. Yeah, yeah. So, so three three of his innings were for under twenty, and then he made an additional nine hundred. But, but even and, so, that, so what that's always stood as the gold standard. Sure. Right? But so what I'm saying is, Smith four innings. 589 runs. He, he needs 380 in his next three, and he could do it. He I'm could gonna, actually get Bradman in seven. I am gonna, I'm going to pitch that stat for my article later tonight. Very, very good. I have been following that closely today, and uh, that's what I'm saying. If, if he gets, say, a quick second innings ton here when they don't enforce a follow-on and then goes big at the Oval, who knows? My last one on stats, he's played 99 test innings since the Oval in 2013. That's always my reference point, his first 100. He's made all of those hundreds in 99 innings since yep. the Oval in 2013. So Bradman Tw- took 26 in 99. Brad, yeah, 26 in 99. It took Bradman 69 innings to get to 26. It took Tendulkar, who's third on the list, 138. Smith's done it in 121. But if you if you just go from when he got the first one, yep. inside 99 innings, in that period of time, his batting average, 74. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it is ridiculous. It's uh, nearly 65 at the moment. Uh, so that is the the Ashes Daily for today. The, there's also the giveaway thing that we're doing at the moment, the final word slash CBUS T-shirts. If you want to get on the CBUS, uh, you, you can... Get one of the shirts that we're giving away. What you have to do is get on social media, put a link up to the podcast or to the website, finalwordcricket.com, and then let us know. You can tag us in or you can send us a screenshot or whatever it is. You can email us, finalwordcricket at gmail.com, or you can tweet us and let us know your post. And if you're spreading the podcast far and wide to, to those around you, then uh, you, uh, you we may pick you out and we may send you a, a beautiful Final Word Seabus shirt. Oh, I've got to tell you, some of, the, some of the nominations or some of the contributions over the last 24 hours have been amazing. Thank you so much. We're not going to go through them now. We're going to wait till the end of the test match on the weekly show. But Strong first day. Needless to say, it's been an incredible first day. Great support. So jump on, push the podcast around and grab yourself a nice Seabus Final Word t-shirt. Who wouldn't want one Seabus Super? They're an industry fund run only to benefit members, not shareholders. Boo, shareholders. <laughs> yay, members. That's what it's about. Seabussuper.com.au. Uh, I'm Jeff Lemon. You're Adam Collins. This has been The Ashes Daily. We'll be back with day three from Old Trafford the fourth test the ashes in the balance can England buckle down can they try to save it can they keep it one all going to the oval or can they pull out some kind of freak result like they did last week again who knows I don't know it's cricket it's cricket we'll be back tomorrow good night I had to go about it write it out and find it myself and there's some stories I can tell you I had to fail
hundreds of thousands of us are building a future we can all be proud of. For over 34 years, the growth CBUS My Super option has returned an average of 9.29% per annum for its members while investing in projects that not only create jobs, but something better. CBUS for all of us. To consider if CBUS is right for you, go to cbussuper.com.au for a PDS. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance.